Feral Friday is a podcast about dark romance and monster smut. So if you're not down for weird shit, this is not the show for you. Content may include explicit sexual description, explicit language, conversations about human to human, human to monster, and monster to monster sexual activities. Masturbation, questionable consent, morally great ethics, murder out of jealousy, BDSM themes and tropes, fictional pregnancy, violence, emotional gut-wrenching story arcs, and all of the kinks. Oh, and dubious insertion of inanimate objects. We're multicultural, multipolitical, multisexual, multiracial group. We believe in inclusiveness, body positivity, bodily autonomy, and human rights for all. But we also like talking about characters getting railed by monsters and humans alike. Overall, prepare for cackling, tangents, general unhinged commentary. We're probably going to annoy the majority of the general population, but if you don't like it, instead of clutching your pearl necklace, you can just not listen. Okay, thanks, bye! You're impossibly fast and strong. Your skin is pale, white, and ice cold. Your eyes change color, and sometimes you speak like, like you're from a different time. You never eat or drink or anything. You don't go out into the sunlight. How old are you? Seventeen. How long have you been seventeen? A while. I know what you are. Say it. Out loud. Say it. Vampire. Are you afraid? No. Then ask me the most basic question. What do we eat? You won't hurt me. Where are we going? Up the mountain. Out of the cloud blank. You need to know what I look like in the sunlight. This is why we don't show ourselves in the sunlight. People would know that we're different. This is what I am. It's like diamonds. You're beautiful. Beautiful? This is the skin of a killer, Bella. I'm a killer. Hi, you're listening to the Feral Friday podcast, Unhinged and Unbothered, a bi-weekly podcast presented by Smut Heathens. I'm Sarah One, and I'm reading Escaping Wonderland. Hi, I'm Ivy, and I'm currently reading Absolutely Nothing. Hi, I'm Marie, and I am reading Sweet Berries. Hello, I am Sarah Two. I'm also reading Nothing because I'm in between books right now. Hi, I'm Erin. I'm reading Plowed by the Pumpkin King by Juno Delight. Welcome to Minisode 1, A Wet Tangent. I have never seen any of the movies, read any of the books, and wow, that was so horribly written. Really? Wow. <laughs> like, this isn't, I try to look for it from the book. Um, and it only spit out the script. <laughs> no, that was on point. Perfect. Uh, but your your Edward is total. I love um, gas station. Every woman's man talk. Vampire. Every woman's man talk. <laughs> I'm I'm every I'm Edward. a man. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously today we're coming covering uh, movies. <laughs> Um, specifically, just a few of them. <laughs> um, guys, this is a mash. slippery slope. This is a slippery is slope. A, like we've gone from smut books to now sexy, quote unquote, movies. Which eventually well, we're just gonna start like watching straight porn and being like, "Wow!" Well, and there's a reason there wasn't though, enough penis. Aaron accidentally started watching a movie last night and was like, "What is this?" And then I was like. Oh, I totally forgot about this movie. 
we need to talk about this. <laughs> so the, the point of it is, so we've got some movies um, where there are way better books written with the same topic. Um, uh, I'm hoping everyone will recognize that that was an excerpt from Twilight. <laughs> I'm hoping that anyone listening knows that that was Twilight. Um, and that book series and the movie series, um, they're garbage. They're bad. Um, they are like everyone's gateway drug, but they suck. Um, the writing is poor. It is a fade to black, except for the last book where there is one weird sex scene. It's not good. <laughs> and I want anyone to read something better. So I have recommendations because of how poor I thought this movie series was written as a romance, as well as the movie Shape of Water. And then I'm going to just very quickly rant about the D&D movie, which I liked, but there are better options that go along with it. Um, so tell me about what you guys think of the Twilight books. <laughs> Or the movies, either one, because they're two different things. No opinion. I boycotted when they came out. I was like, oh. this shit is dumb, and I refused to pay any money <laughs> in the franchise. <laughs> uh, well, for me, the Twilight book series was like my first like book club when we were like 20 and 21, like our little group at work. And like we knew they were stupid, but it was just one of those things like it was something easy for us to read and talk about at work. And then we went and saw all the movies when they came out at midnight because that's when we were getting off work anyway. So like, why not? And we would sneak bottles of Smirnoff into the movie theater to put into our ICs. So, you know, I did it, drop a bottle in the movie theater and I did the clunk. I respect that. Clunk. Clunk. <laughs> was it Smirnoff ice or like actual just straight Smirnoff? Actual Smirnoff. It was flavored. But Raz? into the ices, the green apple, oh, it's green apple, Raz. raspberry, uh, you know, somewhere along those lines. So, <laughs> yes, the full bottle. So, not even the mini. I just straight up took the full bottle, walking into the movies with a handle. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. We had big purses back then in the early aughts. We still so, have. I was going to say, what year was that? I was going to say, we still like, have big purses. Uh, yeah, mid aughts. <laughs> we'll just go yeah. with that. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I, I like so. missed out on the movies. I don't know. Like I read all the books I did. I think that was like one of the only series I did the midnight release for to like pick up the books. So excited. I was all for it. Well, I did it with Harry Potter too, but that was yeah, like a same. different thread. When the movies came out, everyone I knew was like so excited about the movies. And I was like, ew, <laughs> um, never saw them. I am now 30 years old watching them all for the first time. At the point of this recording, I have not seen Breaking Dawn Part 2. Breaking oh Dawn Part 1 pissed me off so much that we had to make this a mini episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I had to, if I had to uh, sum it up, just the, I don't know, the color contrast, the, I'm pissed that the soundtrack's good. Um, I've liked oh, the, the soundtrack, soundtrack in yeah. all of the movies so far. I'm really upset about that. Um, but I also have like a long list of uh, just in general, like books that have the same vibes, but you actually get to her finishing. There's actual explicit sex. <laughs> There's things I want to read for it. <laughs> But Does I don't know. Edward know where the clitoris is? I think uh, Edward not. and all of these know where Edward, like all of these racks, Edward knows where the clitoris is. 
Um, I can add, sorry, the pearl, the nub, if oh. you will. The man in the canoe. Thank you. <laughs> the, man in the, canoe, the man in the canoe has been identified. Um, I know one. And he rode that boat. He rode his boat. <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't Stephanie Meyer a Mormon? Wasn't yes. that why yes. they had like missionary? Yeah, that's uh, like there's some like if you know anything about Mormonism now, and then go back and read them, the chosen one purity thing. Like you will almost die if you get pregnant. Um, it's a strong thing. <laughs> You will be emaciated and look like Skeletor if you get pregnant in Mormonism. Um, what? Someone please quote me on that. that... <laughs> Don't fact that check me. Sense. Yeah, no. Please do not car bomb Aaron. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> wait, wait till you get to the second part of Breaking Dawn. I'm so like... So I read the books as well. And when the movies came out, I kind of did the same. I saw the first one. I'm like, okay, cool. Nah. <laughs> Not funny. And then as they just they got progressively worse. If that was yeah. possible. Yeah, I like I they're funny now. I think they've aged to a fine distill the meme. Um like the all obsession. of them like like it's the obsession, like they, they're perfect memes now. Um but they're just they're not good. Um, like they had an oddly star-studded cast, which pisses me off. Um, pissed that they had a good soundtrack. I'm mad that they like shot in a really gorgeous place. Yeah, they didn't deserve that. No, um, they... I I believe Anna Kendrick is the one that came out one time and she's like, I I have zero recollection of filming anything. It's a yeah. blank space in her brain. I'm like. <laughs> That says a lot. <laughs> I think everyone had like just like it was like they blacked out shooting that movie. Um, we were talking, I was talking about it with a coworker, and we were saying that like if like in Hollywood terms, I would say it's due for a reboot. I hate speaking those cursed words into it into existence. If they do, it has to be HBO, has to be a limited series, and they have to <laughs> euphoria it. It has to be like sultry sexy all new cast really dark lighting none of this like blue sepia tone thing they have going on um i think they could redo it i i'm not wanting that i think they could it just it just upset me because there's so many better things better story like this the gist i guess is fine but all right in my perfect world she has both edward and jacob why choose I choose. Well, <laughs> I choose. Let's get a reverse harem going. It's it can be a triad. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, speaking of triad, <laughs> <laughs> my first sub recommendation is almost a triad. Um, I had like four books. One, uh, two of them are whole series that have the same. If you loved, if you wanted more from Twilight. And it left you absolutely on the edge of maybe possibly coming. These are things you may want to read. <laughs> um, if you want more cummies. <laughs> if you actually want cummies, I would read these things. Um, the first one is Blood Orange and Black Rose. It is a Dracula duet by Karina Hale. 
Those are great. Um, we talked about it in book club outside of um, the pod and they do a really good job. It's just two books. Um, the female main character is older. She's not 17. <laughs> she's in college. She's, she's an adult. Um, Dracula is still in that kind of like older category where he is more of a teacher. Um, but that one is pretty good. Really liked it. Like I said, it's just two books. It's not a long trilogy. Um, the next one is, uh, there's actually, I was looking at like the other books that I picked and there's a lot of Katie Robert. Um, Katie Robert, she is good. She writes a lot of like fantasy monster romance. Um, there is the court of the vampire queen. That one is just great. It's very good. Um, just read that. There is another series. Um, it's book four though, that I want to recommend, but I want to recommend the whole series. (laughs) It's the shadow beast shifter series by Jamin Eve. So it starts with um, a very like Satan daddy character. The first two books are about the Satan daddy character. There's obviously a group of friends, bunch of different um, creatures. There is a vampire creature and he has that full on like, I will die for you. I will do anything for you. Like, I am not going to turn you into a vampire because I care about you so much. I don't want to do this bad thing to you. It has those same vibes as like Edward refusing to turn Bella. Um, which is fine. It's fine. Just just fucking turn her. It's fine. <laughs> um, and the last one, although the author was very against vampire sex, um, you got to get to book three. It is the original recommendation for a vampire novel, and it is The Vampire Chronicles by Anne Rice. Because oh, the classic. queen of the damned is Oof. so hot, so good, such drama um that's what i would read instead of twilight all of those things i mean maybe not Anne rice because she doesn't believe exactly in vampires having sex but they're all so much better than stephanie meyer right i would even (laughs) say like the sookie stackhouse novels are better than the twilight i haven't read those they're good watched i they're not super smutty they're a little smutty but they're not super smutty but like and there's a lot of them there's like 20 of them (sighs) but like and they go way beyond like the true blood series ever went but like you get every kind of supernatural entity like you get fairies you get werewolves you get every kind of wear you get vampires and there are everything. 14 of them. Yeah. That's insane. I just, yeah. you never, I've never seen these covers. I don't know how. I've yeah. Never seen so these. they're good. I mean, they're like, you're, you know, they're not Shakespeare. They're not <laughs> the highest <laughs> caliber. Yeah. They're not the highest caliber, <laughs> but they're good. So, and like, they're better written than the Twilight. You know, are obviously Twilight's quick? YA. They are pretty quick. Yeah, they're okay. not super long. Um, okay. And it, obviously, like, Twilight's YA, right? So that's yeah. going to be below all of our reading Except for the uh, last capacities. book, they have a sex scene in the last mm-hmm. book. Um, yeah. Which I just don't... But it was in the confines of a marriage bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, know? that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like basically missionary style except for like the tearing apart of the bed but like this structural all right that's our uh, when we get to the next <laughs> we'll go to the next movie after this, our this. Segue. Um, 
I, my partner and I, when watching this, his biggest thing was the structural integrity of these <laughs> houses, these rooms, these beds. Um, I know there's like a quick scene in Twilight after they finally fuck. Um, and like the bed, like is a hazard. Like that's unsafe to be sitting on, which is unreal. Um, but that's a great segue into uh, the shape of water, which was really kind of the Kickstarter for this conversation. Because what the fuck was that movie? Um, that was a fever dream. The award-winning movie, Aaron. The, the award-winning, the award-winning movie that I had everyone watch today because I watched it two days ago. Um, and that movie is. You watched uh, it last night. Uh, two nights ago, I watched Twilight last night. Uh, sorry, oh, that's right. Breaking Dawn last night. I, I like. I'm on a. <laughs> I'm on a like a, a binge of watching terrible movies. Apparently, um. So it's The Shape of Water by Guillermo del Toro, um, who is famous for a lot of horror stuff. Um, I love Pan's Labyrinth a lot, so I kind of went into it thinking that it was like, I'm expecting Pan's Labyrinth shit. Um, that movie scared the crap out of me. Instead, I left this movie angry. <laughs> um, five minutes into the movie. It's not even a whole five minutes. The female main... I couldn't even tell you what her name was. Um, Eliza. Eliza. Thank you. Eliza is butt-ass naked masturbating in a bathtub. On screen. With an egg um, timer. With an egg timer, With an thank egg you. timer, yes. Hey, she got to get ready for work, oh yo. God. <laughs> but it's called self-care. Not once, not once we have this, like, mysterious egg-eating swamp man with a svelte physique. Um, He's very <laughs> sure. He's like a, he looks like a runner's body, but a little jack, not, like, too skinny as a runner. Um, he is a phenomenal Heidi. Absolutely incredible ass. Like He's got like, like a basketball player physique. Yeah, mm. I would say basketball yes. player. Um, love Doug Jones. Doug Jones can be a monster in anything. But after all of this, I see we I see full full bush, full pits, straight masturbation. I can't see a slit. Nothing that, male. Nothing male. So, that creature has a cloaca. They make the the hand. She makes a hand movement. It, <laughs> like it pops. It's open sesame. <laughs> I want to know. Literally, <laughs> literally in my notes was like, I'm forever ruined because he gets out of the bathtub and I'm like, where's his slit? Where is it? Where is it? And I paused then, it too. Yeah. And then when she describes it and does her little hand motions, I was like, there it is. Knew there had to be one. I felt really like validated in my smut knowledge. I just, there's... Sorry, Del Toro could have had the balls, like he, like he could have had the theoretical and cinematic balls to show the balls. <laughs> he chose not to. He, he has like, the history of his work. It's not like he's like a new director or a new writer. Like he has to like be cautious. Like he had the like history and like. If, everything to like back it up be like i can pull this off it's and important do it. to the story to see this swamp thing's dick if you like, can make the girl <laughs> masturbate all the time and also do the hand gesture to like show what it was 
And don't tell me that it was a shortage of when did this movie come? Like, that's the other thing I wanted to. Um, I 2017. Struggled. 2017. He had the yep. funds. This was pre pandemic. He had the funds. He could have CGI'd that. Maybe they, they, the like, technology. Oh, Maybe it's of what? Chastity? That's not the point of the movie. She's fucking a swamp thing. <laughs> <laughs> the, sides, the, the, the segue was about the structural integrity. Um, so what this place, this movie takes place. In I was 19, mad about that too. 1947, I think I saw was the date it's supposed to have taken place. Um, they're what on the third story of an old apartment building and they fill a whole big ass bathroom to the top with water. Do you know how much that weighs? And there's a tiny I'm worried about the cost. <laughs> the water damage. Well, it took like <laughs> five minutes to do dripping it into the theater downstairs. Yeah. I'm assuming he had cum on his face. That's like the second I saw that drip into the theater. Um, I was like the guy that she, oh, she, I, I don't even know. His name. It was a gummy. <laughs> he just he absolutely just got like the saltiest mouthwash. Um, yes. Which because well, he had to put broke. salt in the water too, so that doesn't help. Uh, but also yeah. that water bill had to be so high. I couldn't. It was raining out. They should have just gone outside. It's just a Do dumb idea rain. all around. It's a bad idea. Wasn't there like docks nearby? They could have just gone skinny dipping. They could have gone to the dock. Well, I'm assuming he might have like slipped off and fucked a dolphin or something if they were near docks. I also can't remember exactly where it was. If it was near salt water or <laughs> near fresh water. <laughs> Me, really, there was the like, coast. Well, it had to be salt because he couldn't be in fresh water. So, were there not aquariums water? in 1947? Like, could they not have like gone to SeaWorld? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just. Yeah, I the movie pissed me off royally. Well, I do have to point out somebody that had saltwater fish tanks for a bit, um, five to eight percent salinity with the amount of table salt that she put into that and the amount of water wasn't gonna yes. do it. <laughs> Marie <laughs> came with her salinity at like thirty <laughs> percent. That thing was like <laughs> in the dead sea. <laughs> That was way too best. much salt. Way <laughs> too much salt. That. <laughs> that's um, that's incredible. I'm really glad that you know that. I love it. That's the real world knowledge we need. That's what we need. <laughs> the wrong kind of salt too. Uh, yeah, I think it was just table. I think it was iodized salt, which I think is like like mm -hmm. beyond being table salt. I think it was the very wrong salt. Um. And I think the only other note I had was the eggs. The I was really upset about the eggs. You don't know if his creature anatomy can handle eggs. The what if it made him really farty? Like yes, yeah, like like he's already yes. what they said. Um, when they were escaping, like the scientist guy that was helping eliza was like giving her things like he needs this like he, he was telling her about the salinity to make her survive like he was helping them escape um and he said pure protein um pure raw protein. pure raw protein i'm sorry this this man creature is gonna have the worst farts leaking out his asshole at any given time he's gonna smell bad i know he's in water but it's like Swamp thing water. I'm not trying to yuck. Like if you if you want to fuck 
the not Abe Sabian. <laughs> Please do. Um, I, I feel like the logical it. step is to get like a can of sardines. Go get some fresh fish. It's, a, it's a sea fish creature. Great. Sushi. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm all fish, for that. Chicken. Anything. Yeah. anything. From anything. the sea. Get them fish. Chicken of the sea. Your protein. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Poor cat. Oh, just yeah. That yeah. There's a fair warning. If anyone, for whatever reason, listens to this and then wants to watch The Shape of Water, by the time that not apes, I, I like have no other name. It's not Apesian because of the whole copyright thing. Um, His not, name is Amphibian Man. Not Abe. But <laughs> <laughs> not Abe gets to the apartment. Um, there's a really unnecessary scene where he eats the head off a cat. Um, like, I can, I don't get why he put that in there. I also, like, I'm just thinking of the, of the fucked up imagination of Del Toro. Oh, he's so messed up. <laughs> he didn't need to take the head off a cat? Like, that, I don't know why we included that. Um, and that's why I will not be watching it. <laughs> that's very fair. It was just not, that part was like, I, I happened to be looking at my phone in that moment and my partner saw it and he's like, it, it, it's not good. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I'm really, really thankful for because I had that whole issue with, I went to go see the last voyage of Demeter, which was great. Um, but there's a super unnecessary graphic dog death in that movie. Um, we're not talking about that movie because Dracula was not sexy in that movie um, as he shouldn't be. Because it's like OG Dracula, but yeah, I just I can't do the unnecessary animal deaths. Um, but I do have some great recommendations that are better than this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> on the other on the other end. So they're like some of them are a little bit. I I definitely hyperfixated on the cloaca bit of what the um not Abe is supposed to have as one does as one does. Um, <laughs> one of the first ones is definitely. We had all read it. It's Sweet Berries. Um, this is a Mothman fic. It's by C.M. Niscosta. Um, if you want a cloaca, it is not an amphibian man. It is Mothman. Um, but there is plenty of cloaca action. Uh, that's another episode. That's the that's next a, that's episode. A whole, that, that book is something else. <laughs> but the next one is actually... Thoughts. A, I have many thoughts. So many thoughts. <laughs> I'm glad you guys read it. Um, the next one is a triad book. Um, it is called Entranced by the Basilisks. It's the second in a series series by Lillian Lark. So it is two male basilisks attracting their female. Um, so it is definitely M on M, M M F. F on M, and then also single female included. Um, I really like that book. It was very good. There's a lot of like, I don't want to say it was fluffy, but there was definitely some um, like unexpected emotional growth that I thought made the book very good. Um, the next one is another Katie Roberts. It is the Kraken's Captive. That sounds amazing. <laughs> That's definitely like, in. yeah, if you want in. tentacles, if you want that Slippery man syndrome. That's what you're gonna Slippery want. man syndrome. You just kind of killed it. And it's dead. I would say slippery man. And then the last one are the last two books 
by um, the last two books in a series. The last two books can be read alone, but I would probably read the whole series. It's called Tangled Crown by Ann Denton. Um, I loved all of these books. Um, they are all reverse harem. The first one through three are like save the kingdom you gotta marry these four princes sure some of them have superpowers some of them don't it's definitely like high fantasy medieval the last two books though depths and surfaces they are about the younger sister of the female character in the first three books who gets married off to the atlantis like um kingdom gets turned into a mermaid um of sorts and all of the like the reverse harem men are like sexy weird sea creature men um they i love this series so much um i'm 99 sure it ends on a cliffhanger um if i'm remembering it right i wish that anton would write more of them i would reread them but that would be that would be what i would recommend if you saw shape of water and you like wanted to get wet but didn't um that's what i would read to get wet and yes. fully finish it like uh, well they just yeah. glossed over the sex scene completely it just 100 percent. they embraced they embraced and fade to black and then they caused immense water damage in the entire condominium also, what is up with um What's the dude, the, the neighbor's face when he opens the door and he sees them? He's, he's like, oh, sweet love. <laughs> but he no, maintained eye contact as he closed the door. Oh, he maintained he it. He, he's like, yes. <laughs> Boundaries. Was, they don't exist. They don't exist. It was. But, uh, yeah. And I do have a recommendation as well for a brand new oh, book okay. that just came out in the last week. But our friend in the uh, book club recommended it. Her friend wrote a book, and it's called Seduced by the Swamp Creature. And it's really good. It's super short. But the author's name is Ivana Schloppycock. <laughs> Download it. Actually, I'm like so ready to read it. <laughs> it's actually such a good story. She did such a good job on it. And, like, I actually highly recommend it. I enjoyed it from, like, start to finish. It's got, like touch her you die like happily ever after you got like sex in a swamp like sex oh, in a swamp creature you got cloaca sexy. it's yeah it's like the main male character is like super adorable like 10 out of 10 i enjoyed the whole thing so and you know what a short book isn't even bad because it's less time to get stuff scientifically accurate and it gets to the point yeah, <laughs> absolutely. A hundred percent. Um, I that I would say that's like the outlier from um uh the Bigfoot is a foot big, where that was yeah. a 35 page book, 38 page book. And um, mummy. And the mummy book. Um, we, we've read some really horrific books, and it's all my fault. Um, I've been just picking <laughs> these like really awful books on purpose. Um, but, but also this book has it like this book has amazing um, cover art too. I like that. it's like top quality cover art. So like, I was impressed. Like for her first book, like, and she's already planning on having more come out. So I am impressed. I'm like, I want to read more of this lady's work. I'm assuming a lady, but um, Ivana Schloppycock. 
Speaking of a different author, the last movie I wanted to really talk about, which was like I kind of forgot about it until I was like writing these notes, was the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Um, I liked it, but there was a point in the movie, if no one's seen it, where the one of the main characters he goes home and he has like a giantess ogress like long lost love. Like they're separated, they're divorced. I can't remember which character it is but the the giant woman immediately brought to mind legends and lattes i don't know who's read it i believe kitty who's not here today has read it it is a sapphic D inspired love story between an ogre and a halfling um and it's in a cafe like a very a cafe tavern adjacent place um that book is so cute I love it. It is if a sapphic novel is not your thing, that is okay. I love that. It was just so good. I mean, that's actually written by a man, and, it, and he did a good job. <laughs> it is, it's, written wow. by, he, it's written by Travis. Yeah, Travis Baldry. Um, and watch, then, it's actually a woman that wrote it, and you know used what? A that's man fine. <laughs> You go, Travis, whatever you identify as. I'm here to support you. I love that book. And then there were uh, there's two more that I want to pop into our book club eventually. Um, these are the whole titles. The first one is That Time I Got Drunk and Saved a Demon. Um, and the second one is That Time I Got Drunk and Yeeted a Love Potion at a Werewolf. Um, both that of one. them, they are both very good. They're by Kimberly Lemming. Um, they are very D&D adventure adjacent, um, like very like, you know, medieval fantasy, like kind of novel. Um, those are really fun. And the last one is, I would say like almost a little bit more of a regular novel. It's The Unflinching Ash by Angela Armstrong. This one was actually recommended to me. Um, I follow the author, Stacey Abram, who wrote The Chasm and The Ledge. Um, both excellent books. It's they're two out of a three-part series. The third book is coming eventually. But the Unplunging Ash is like low-key magician gypsy type vibes. Like, you know, obviously there's a king, there's a ruler, there's political bullshit. Um, it had the same vibes as what I wanted out of the Dungeons and Dragons movie, as far as it being more of an adult movie with more adult themes. But that's what I would rather read. I want I want cummies in all my stories. <laughs> cummies and doms. Come on. And cloacas. And <laughs> every slit. Every slit every should slit. have a happy ending. I'm just saying for every Cotillos, yeah. <laughs> and every coochie we show, you got to show a ball and a dong. Like we want equality. Is all we're asking for. Is that too much to ask for? Um, but yeah, those were my thoughts. That's a, this is our first mini episode, I would say, um, since they're yeah. not mostly book based, we'll probably have more of these based on other topics that absolutely make us irate. Um, this one, these two movies just really, really got me. Um, everyone here, uh, experienced me being really mad. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great, it was so great. Like live. The live reactions. <laughs> it was just not good. I just, I don't know. I understand that some of these movies also are for YA. YA is good. YA is a great way to get 
younger people reading, but I'm a full grown damn woman. Um, and I need more and none of these delivered to me what I wanted. Um, and now I'm, I'm angrier knowing that the shape of water got awards. What did they even get? (laughs) I don't remember, but I don't know that they got anything, but they had nominations for sure. Sorry, Ivy, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're good. I was just going to point out with the young adult versus adult thing, young adults don't have preferences yet. Erin knows what she likes. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's fair. Fine. <laughs> I would say, though, with like YA stuff, is there's also a responsibility to maybe. Uh, where am I trying to go with this? And not be too deep on a smut podcast. Uh, maybe we have like a little bit more representation or yeah. like be a little bit more educative, educate, educational. Educated, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, with the whole like Edward and Bella sex scene, like it was in a marriage bed and they only did it once and they did it in one position. Like maybe like talk about a clitoris a little bit. Like, I think too, and let the girls know that that exists, and the boys should know where it is too, so that they know how to do things with it, and everybody can have fun, like that kind of thing. That and that whole the prequel scene where she sludges um, toothpaste everywhere. Um, there's just a, I think I'll give them props for this. They did a great job displaying how anxious someone might be to have sex for the first time. Um, mm-hmm. I think that there should have been more of a conversation other than Edward just like fucking around butt ass naked in the water in the ocean and Bella having a meltdown over like, Oh my God, I'm going to brush my teeth and like my hair is not good. And I'm going to dunk my whole head in water and I'm going to also shave my legs and I'm going to do all these things because I don't know how to have an adult conversation. Um, Yes. I wish that was just, I love the toothpaste thing. The toothpaste absolutely maybe bonkers. <laughs> if anyone goes back and watches it the amount of toothpaste that comes out of that tube <laughs> that's good <laughs> that was like a week's worth of toothpaste <laughs> like, just, like right out just in this just, economy that was like who's paying for this toothpaste <laughs> exactly in this, exactly ivy it's in this economy knowing that someone just wasted that much toothpaste because they can't have a conversation about wow nothing's been in my vagina except probably a a hairbrush handle um i'm assuming (laughs) (laughs) i just i wish one day why was it always the hairbrush it's the just look at it they knew it was multi-purpose marketing (laughs) over at what is it scunchy that makes the hair ties and stuff they knew wet brush wasn't on the scene yet um <laughs> new meaning to wet brush. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I hate that. I hate everything about what just came out of my mouth. <laughs> the look on your face is so good. <laughs> I hate everything about it. Um, and still gets an A plus for the episode for coming prepared. I, I came so <laughs> I came and then I cummed and then I came again. That was <laughs> love that for you. I yeah. even I even wore my smut t-shirt. Maybe one day we'll have um this is a smut t-shirt 
It's, uh, I got it from Probably Smut. Maybe one day they'll sponsor us. Thank you, Probably Smut, and all your stickers and your t-shirts. I would really like a hoodie. Thank you so much. Putting <laughs> <laughs> that out early on. Just gonna hint, hint, wink, wink. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Um, I will proudly wear it to every work meeting um, that I have. But yeah, that's that's what I came to. I needed to bring this to the group because um, I hated every moment of it. And then I made everyone watch a crappy movie that apparently got best picture um, of all things. So I'll <laughs> just go reevaluate what I think is a good um, is a good movie. It's because people I, think it's artsy. So then we're they not distinguished, Aaron. Yeah, I you know, what's art a melted mozzarella stick. And that's the art that I have a caliber, like that's my calibration for. A crab rangoon, that's art. A crab rangoon, you know what? That's my sophistication yeah. level. True, true fine art to me is a crab rangoon. That's, that can sum it up. Just mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. make a sex position, let's call it the crab rangoon. I am not flexible enough, <laughs> I will break my back. I can already tell you right now. <laughs> A hundred percent, I would break myself in a crab rangoon position. I'll come for a crab rangoon, that's for sure. I would come for a crab rangoon. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Join us next week for Feral Friday episode two. Thank you so much for listening to episode one of the Feral Friday podcast. Join us every other Friday for unhinged shenanigans and smut talk. You can find us on Instagram at Feral Friday Pod. Make sure to give us a like and subscribe. If you'd like us to cover a particular book or series, please send us an email at feralfridaypodcast at gmail.com. Happy reading! <laughs>